Hi guys, we're back. Uh, <laughs> we're back with our Droughtlander podcast. How do you how are you feeling about it, Jen? We watched it together last night. <laughs> and we had a running commentary from Brister throughout, which I wouldn't say was particularly complimentary. Honestly, I can't <laughs> believe I've got to watch another series. I just Surely, surely, we're on what series five. See, Our listenership has not gone up. <laughs> if anything, it's probably gone down. If anything, it's gone down. We should really be knocking this on the head, Maureen. I mean, I told when I tell Chloe that we're still pursuing this podcast, the look of incredulity and just her face is like, but why? No one listens to it. And I said, Chloe, I'm sorry to tell you this, but we're still doing it. And the more she protests that it's pointless and it's wasting time and I don't have enough time and I shouldn't be wasting my time with this the more I think I'm gonna keep going well that's you though isn't it yeah but anyways we we watched it and it starts off with it goes back in time obviously <coughs> Jamie was a little boy all right Maureen I, I don't want to talk about it so you <laughs> have to leave this and then I'll just chip in how about that I can't I can't be the person that guides this podcast. Do you know what? I, when I watched it by myself, I, I teared up a bit, but it's, it was very hard to get emotional watching it with Jen chipping in in the background. <laughs> Maureen said to me, oh, you know what? I, I actually cried watching it. And I went, oh, okay. And she went, you won't cry. I said, Maureen, I will cry because I do cry I'm very, very easily and I'm a very emotional woman. Anyway, I didn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out. I was watching going, where? What's the point? <laughs> What is the bit where I'm supposed to cry? And then we got right to the end, and then the credits went up, and I went, I was like, which bit am I supposed to be crying at? Anyways, uh, what was supposed to be a moving scene, but obviously not for Brister, is when you see. No, no, we have that. that I know. Let's start at the beginning, Maureen. That is the beginning. That, is that the bit you wanted to cry at? Yeah, it's quite moving when he says, I'm going, I'm going to, um, you know, I'll be there for you for all your life and everything. <laughs> oh. Oh. Right, I didn't okay. know that was a bit. Okay, apologies, go. So there was that bit that Jen found very touching. Well, you have to talk about the characters, Maureen. Okay, you've got murder. Listen, you need to remember that there are people, and God knows why, who are listening to this podcast who have never, ever seen right, the show. You, you... So you can't say, and he did this and he did that, because okay. people won't know. Murta is basically Jamie's godfather, best friend, who saved his life on many occasions through thick and thin... They fought in Culloden together, blah, 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 blah. In the book, he's dead, but they've brought him back to life here. And uh, I think that's going to be one of the main stories of this season is the conflict between Jamie has now got to start fighting his godfather. Isn't it? This is what comes at the end of the show. He's, got to, he's been asked to hunt him and kill him, basically, by the English. Right, but Jen's looking at it. Yes, but uh, my feeling was that uh, Jamie was trying to see who was loyal to him. To see, I, I felt like he had he had something up his sleeve for the English. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he definitely has got something up his sleeve. So at the beginning, what you see, you see the beginning of their friendship when uh, Jamie was a very small boy, and Murta says, "I will be there for you for all of your life." Basically, some of you might be getting emotional as Maureen says this. <laughs> If you need to take a moment, grab a tissue. <laughs> Speak to somebody. There'll be phone numbers. No, there won't be any phone numbers. <laughs> Call 555. <laughs> so that is the beginning. And then the next thing is the wedding scene, which obviously Jen was very, um, <laughs> just laughed. There's a moment when Jamie looks at his daughter in the wedding dress and Jen, which is meant to be very emotive, and Jen just bursts out laughing. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is she wearing? I thought it was quite a nice dress. 
Okay, yeah, sure. Everything, what I'm enjoying most is the fact that uh, in the, wherever they are in um, America, which is, where are they? North Carolina. So they're in North Carolina, which looks remarkably like Scotland. Um, it's incredible. Wherever they are in the United States looks very much like Scotland. Basically, that was the running commentary. That looks like Scotland. The whole place looks like Scotland, except when they do external scenes where they've obviously done some stock shots of places that, are, that isn't Scotland. And then they go back to Scotland. Um, now, I don't know much about North Carolina, but I know that possibly in the summer it's quite hot. But not here. <laughs> well, I mean, for, it probably was filmed in the Scottish summer. Mm, yeah. Not, not quite the same as... Well, when you can see their breath coming out of their mouth, <laughs> you think, this doesn't look like North Carolina. Very humid, sort of... But anyway, look, I digress. We, let's not get bogged down with the detail because that's the least of our bloody problems with this show. So anyway, uh, Roger and Brianna are yes. getting married. Roger and Brianna are getting married. Uh, in the interim between they've decided to get married and they're getting married, uh, Roger his many, 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 many injuries, of which there are many. Uh, Often caused by Jamie. Most of which have been caused by Jamie, have healed only to reveal tiny little pink scars in various different parts of his body. That, that don't appear like he would have broken bones. He would have brain he damage. Would be be brain damaged. He would have he, uh, certainly he 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 would have hip problems. Anyway, he's all fine. He's fine, um, and and no exter- no sort of trauma, no PTSD, uh, nothing from having the living shit kicked out of him by his father by his father-in-law. Then being sort of enslaved, being. Uh, marched on a sort of walk, death where, march. a death march where he was expected to starve, then to arrive and get the shit kicked out of him again, then to be held as a prisoner and expected to well, and watch die, a priest die and watch a priest burn alive, and then his girlfriend to chuck herself on the pyre with him. You know, just the usual kind of stuff. Um, doesn't seem to hold any resentment. It's quite sort of relaxed. He was really enjoying Kaylee, actually. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so anyway, it's good they to get see married. Roger's fully recovered. In the interim, um, a massive house has been built. Oh yeah. Let's not forget case. that the last time we left Jamie and uh, Claire, we're in a hut. they were living in a hut. Very nice in hut. The woods. Though. But nice no, paneling. now they live in Fraser's Ridge, Bridge, Ridge, Ditch, whatever it is, and they live in a mansion. Right? Isn't finished yet. It isn't finished yet. Everybody else around the area seems to be happy to sleep in a tent. <laughs> Because they love the phrases so much. They've got no rooms and they've got no room in that massive anyway, house. No spare bedrooms. No spare bedrooms in that massive house. Even, even his the blind aunt, aunt. Even his blind aunt is sleeping in a tent. Anyway. When she's not sleeping with Murta. No, yeah, when she's not having passionate sex with Murta. Anyway, <laughs> nobody seems to question this. This all seems perfectly reasonable to have a massive house but not let anyone sleep in it. Anyway. The detail in the house is incredible. Not just a house, but incredible wood. Panelling. Panelling all through the house. Very well furnished. I mean, honestly, they've done a lot. I don't know about anyone else, but I had my house refurbished quite a while ago. And, you know, modern day. And really was just an extension. And uh, that took a year. I mean, admittedly, our builders were crap. But this house... Up in a couple of weeks and um, absolutely brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. So there's a couple of things a little to spoil the day. Uh, firstly, Roger let slip during the wedding that about going when they go back they'll have another wedding. Oh, when they go back in time, a forward in time. Yeah, and but Bri- back. And Brianna's like, so I don't think she's planning on going back. I mean, why would you not go back? 
I just said to Maureen, given everything that's happened to her since she arrived, she's been raped. Um, she lives in a, 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 hut. A, a hut. Basically, she was briefly on a plantation where there was slavery. Anyway, look, this doesn't seem to bother Brianna because she likes her dad so much. I mean... <laughs> She'll always be his wee girl, as she, as she kind of says. Uh, and the other thing is, uh, General, uh, the governor's there, Trion, and he's telling Jeremy he's got to... Um, he's, basically, he suspects that Jeremy isn't telling him the truth about what's going on, which is true, and he says, you've got to go and find Murta. You must go and find Murta and bring him back to be uh, an example. So he must be strung up in front of everyone to be used as an example to the other... Um, what are they called? Uh, what's it? Regulators. Regulators, Yeah. So anyway, Jamie's like, of course I will, but obviously we know he's not going to do that. And also, Jamie's a bit bit narked because um, Roger's a Presbyterian, so he's a bit. I mean, I think Jamie needs to wind his neck in a bit. <laughs> Jamie's biggest problem with Roger is that he's a Presbyterian, and that Roger kind of went off and had went second off thoughts. and had second thoughts. But in the interim, was enslaved, did travel through time uh, to find Brianna. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he said a lot. Now, obviously, the highlight of... The, and I was said to Jen, you're not going to like the next scene. I think Jen should discuss this, is the um, when Roger and Brianna go to bed before they have make love, there's a bit of foreplay with a guitar, isn't there, Jen? Oh, no, but there's something before that. Before oh. that, because Maureen loves to skip ahead, before that, at the wedding, everything's going really well. People are kaling the shit out of each other. And it all seems to be wonderful. People are drinking. Lady playing, Jane Grazer. Lady Jane Grazer. They're playing drinking games. Peter Piper picked a peck of, pick of peppers. Can you say that? No, have a drink. Everyone's getting involved. Then Jamie and Lady Jane Grey go and have a little bit of... Uh, oh, yes, you're right. A little bit of a chitty chat. Lady Jane Grey wandering around with a semi-erect penis. Jamie <laughs> accepting that as normal. And then they talk about blah, blah, blah. And then Lady Jane Grey says, listen, I've got some really important but quite bad news for you. We found out that what's his name? Oh God, Stephen Bonnet. Stephen Bonnet, who raped Brianna, is is in the county and is alive and well. And Brianna t- hears this. Brianna overhears this and immediately goes into shock, as you would. And immediate and from that moment forth, stops enjoying her wedding, as you would imagine she would. Right. Okay. Very important point. Well remembered, Brista. Thank you very much. Uh, skip forward to the <laughs> bit. I mean, you know, this is a bit that Maureen really enjoyed. <laughs> I knew Jen would love, I bet you're going to love this There's bit. something about, when you get the intensity of the sex scenes between Jamie and Claire, which are just like, oh, they're really going at each other, and you really get the impression that they want to have a good old fuck. When it comes to, um, what's his name? Roger and Bri- Brianna. Roger and Brianna, it all feels a little bit twee. Anyway, Roger is naked from the waist up, and... Uh, now oh, he got his shirt on, did he? Or maybe he's got his shirt on, but you can certainly see his hair, hair and chest. chest hair. Meanwhile, we're seeing that uh, they're doing a lot of cutting of scenes. So Jamie and Claire are together. We know that they're trying to fuck, but they're looking after Brianna and uh, Roger's baby. And then we've also got Murta and the and Aunt Jacaster. Uh, Aunt Jacaster getting at it. And then we cut to um, Brianna and <laughs> Roger. Roger gets his guitar, guitar. Out. Not even <laughs> and starts singing "Hello Love." What's that? L- L is la 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 la. Oh, it's a word for something. V. Look, we're not singing it, and you're probably thinking, I don't know what the. Anyway, he sings L O V E basically, and Brianna looks not bemused or slightly irritated as I might, but (laughs) but 
you know, she's enjoying it, but she's enjoying it. So he's singing L-O-V-E, and between all these L-O-V-E's, we're cutting between everyone having sex. So the usual outlander. Apart from uh, Lady Jane Grey. Apart from Lady Jane Grey, who's just watching everyone getting drunk around him. I mean, typical, the one gay guy isn't isn't getting any. I mean, he, we all know that he was born in the wrong century. A few centuries earlier, Felix he'd be the right only one now. getting it, and everyone else has stopped having sex years ago. But anyway, unfortunately, he was born several centuries too he early. He should time travel. He should time travel to the 20th century and start getting some action. He'd be very popular. Or the 21st century even. Anyway, whatever. Uh, so that happens. I, as you can imagine, didn't necessarily enjoy that part of it. <laughs> I can be honest, I didn't enjoy any part of it. But you did when, when you saw the, the um, oh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sam Hume's character, Jamie and Thingy Bonk, and she went, they must have bonked in real life. Oh, I mean, when they get together, those two... They, they do it very well. They've got such chemistry, you think they must have had at each other in real life. They've got to. At least once they've gone, uh, you know, they got drunk and then maybe they fucked once and then went, oh, let's never do that again. Or, come on, there's no way. There's so much chemistry there. I cannot believe they haven't gone at Those each other. Those are just other. really good actors. Well, I mean, Brianna and Roger need to get a flipping word <laughs> in then. I, pr- I think Sophie's going to do a really good job. One of them's not into it. Huh? I think Sophie's doing a really good job, this, you know, with the trauma and everything. Because, you know, they have sex, her and Roger have sex, and afterwards you can see that she's... Traumatised. Traumatised. Not from Roger, obviously, but... Well, I mean... He did I, get his maybe guitar he out. he did get his guitar out, <laughs> yeah. So, there was a little bit of trauma there. And then in the morning, you've got uh, Jocasta and uh, Murta. Jocasta has been offered... Uh, somebody's offered to marry her, and then she says to, to Murta, obviously, I won't be able to give my answer. And I think she obviously wants Murta to go... Don't marry him. And then Murta goes, well, I won't stand in your way. So that's obviously piss her off. He doesn't really understand women, does he? Murta? He's an idiot. And also he knows he can't marry her because yeah, he's a regulator. True. So he and he does cars. say to her, if it was a different time, we would have a different world. We would have more time together. You know when people, if, if we lived in a different planet, if I was a different person. If I wasn't you, married. If you were a different person. <laughs> oh, If we weren't the same people, we would get together. It's like, what are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so... So Jocasta's not happy. Jocasta's like... Then we get introduced to a new character who probably must be important because uh, uh, the day after the wedding, which is weird, uh, Claire is being a doctor again, a healer again, a lot, a lot of patients, and we get a new... This new little young hunter. So this new young hunter... I can't is, remember his name, He's actually. got... Uh, been branded with a T, which means he's a thief. He's got... He has got a sore throat... So, of course, Claire says, wow, that's tonsillitis, let's get your tonsils out. Uh, he's like, I don't know if I fancy that. Yeah, and he's got, and then Lizzie kind of fancies him, that's that's the thing. Oh, and then Roger gets tested by Archer Cassidy. Who's Lizzie? The servant girl that came over with... Oh, yes, yeah, so the, the servant girl fancies this young lad. She's, well, she seems to fancy every, any young lad. I mean, honest. he looks a little bit like an 11-year-old girl, but... <laughs> I, I I was like, oh, was that a girl dressed as a boy? Oh, no, it's a boy, it's a boy. dressed as a boy. Anyway, I, I he, he obviously is going to be the Something. new... The new um, Ian, Ian. We haven't seen Ian. We, in the last At the end of the last series, Ian is captured by the Mohawks and... No, he volunteers. He takes, he, he takes the place of Roger. Oh, yeah, he takes the place of Roger and he becomes a Mohawk. Yeah. But we don't know. I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe that Ian's just a Mohawk and we never hear from him again. I don't know. Anyway, we haven't heard from him, and no one seems to be that bothered. <laughs> Everyone's gotten no. No one mentions Ian. That's true, actually. No one says, "I wonder how Ian's doing now that he's a mohawk." They're like, "Oh, well, that's Ian gone." <laughs> that's Scots for you. Um, and then Jacasta uh, tries to trick 
Roger and she'd see if he's after the, her money or not. When she goes, I gave the money to Jemmy. Put my. Basically, Jocasta has said that she's leaving the money to her, to his son, not to him. Because originally the money was going to go to uh, Brianna, but of course Brianna's married him, so the money always goes to the man. Of course it does. So uh, she's like, well, I've decided to give it to your son because I'm. Um, who knows if you're going to stay married because obviously you know that the son isn't yours. So and Roger why, gets really Roger angry. Roger's like, you can shove your money up, you have chuff. I don't want your effing money and neither does my wife, which is a bit, I mean, Brianna probably does want the money to be fair. <laughs> anyway... That was all Jocasta needed to know that he's serious. And uh, then he goes away, cuts his thumb, um, puts some blood on the baby's head to say, you are the bone of my bone. You are my son. Uh, Did you do and kids? I will be... Well, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't really feel like I had to. <laughs> you know, I, you know my, my partner, thankfully, hadn't been raped by a pirate. Um, <laughs> it was IVF, so... <laughs> Uh, also I'm not a man so I didn't mean I, I at no point did I feel like and my sperm hasn't been placed in this in genetics um, it, we both know two women one of us was never going to be related to the children it turned out that was me quite 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 okay with it actually <laughs> maybe I should I don't know if I maybe I've been remiss I need to cut something and bleed over my children imagine now they'll be like mama why are you bleeding on me well, well they, don't like, they don't like leaves and, and sand. They, they can't cope with leaves in a Wellington boot. They're not going to cope with me bleeding on their forehead. No, I wouldn't mind watching that. That'd be, quite a, that'd be quite an interesting afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, moving on, moving on to more violence. Um, so Tyron is putting up the pressure. He wants um, Jamie to go off with this. He's leaving some troops to go and find Murta. So we have the fiery cross. Bit. Right, so Maureen seems to understand what this is, but at some point, Jamie. Okay, so the, the so we've established that the wedding is over. Brianna's not happy. Claire is healing. There's a new boy with a T on his hand, which means that he's a thief. No one gives a shit about Ian. Lady uh, Jane Grey's. Lady Jane Grey's just around, wandering around, just wandering around, sexually frustrated. <laughs> Roger has uh, proven to Aunt Jocasta that he is committed to being a father and a husband to Brianna and to her to their son. So that set the tone. There we are. That's all that's happened in this first episode. Oh, and the French, the little French guy with the one hand. Yeah. Okay. And his wife. There. Everyone's happy. Yeah, everyone's happy. She's pregnant again. We get that impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although she does join in on the drinking games. Yeah, but it was. You, it was a different time. I and mean, people drank in the seventies. Yeah, no people one. Women drank, drank she in was. The 70s. She was shitted. Uh, pregnant. No one seems to care. Anyway. A different time. So anyway, think Claire was mentioned, but she doesn't. No, well, no, the sixties. You still drank in the sixties when you, if you were pregnant. What, like drunk? Yeah, my mum. Yeah, you drank and smoked. Oh, good times. Okay, so no one. So that that's it. And then out of oh, so then basically Jamie is confronted by this this English governor so that, you've got that's go. saying that he has to go after Murta because he's a Scot. They're Scots. So Mur uh, uh, then we've forgotten. Have we, which, when is the scene between Jamie and Mercer? That's afterwards. All right, okay. So then Jamie, at the end of the wedding... He, he, he dons a kilt, doesn't he? He gets back on his kilt. Yeah, he gets his kilt on. Oh, and Claire gets very excited by him in his kilt, doesn't she? Does she? Yeah, you were saying, oh, she's creaming. 
That's what, that was your commentary when, when you I? saw it. Yeah, how vulgar. Um, <clears throat> but it's something you'd say. That is something I'd say, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, Jamie's got his full, his decked out in his full gear. Which you can still get into after 20 odd years. Good, good on him. Claire is it's suitably aroused, as she always is whenever Jamie does anything. He lights a cross. There just happens to be a Celtic cross there. <laughs> yep. Um, made of wicker. Yep. Or, or, or twigs. He lights it. And, Maureen, take over. And then basically he asks everybody to swear loyalty, loyalty, loyalty to him. Fealty. Fealty. Is it fealty? It's fealty, loyalty, fealty. Whatever. Whatever. They've got to swear something to him. <laughs> um, but they used the same They used the same wording that they used at, at Lioch at the gathering, at the, at the gathering in Castle Lioch, which seems a bit odd because they're now it's 30 years later and they're not, they're not Mackenzie's. But anyway... So they, and he makes Roger his captain because Claire wants Roger out of it because obviously Roger can't fight. He's at Oxford Don. What's he going to do? Read them, read them a bit of Shakespeare. Hope they get bored to death. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he he makes I, Roger a captain. He makes he? Roger a captain because you'll be by my side, so you'll be safe. Well, I think he'd be safer if he just wasn't there. <laughs> my feeling is, if he's not there, he'll be safe. Really, really safe. He'll be super safe. But apparently men can't not be involved in fighting. But I think what it is, I think Jamie's trying to pretend to the English that, you know, they're being loyal to the crown, but actually what he's making the men do is be loyal to him. Yes, so that he can eventually turn against the crown. Basically, all of these men... Um, are loyal to uh, Jamie. Uh, uh, sort of declare their field loyalty, fealty, whatever, to Jamie. And then Jamie has a moving conversation with Murta and says to Murta... I love you, pretty much he didn't say those words, but get the fuck out, because if you're around, uh, you're going to die. Yeah, I release you from your vow. Yeah, because it basically bookends it. At the beginning, we see Murta's vow to Jamie when he was a child, and then Jamie, at the end of the episode, is releasing Murta from that vow. You've done everything you can for me, and now I release you from your vow. You Just make go. sure you hide. But before that, we should mention before that, that Jamie and Claire stand by another Celtic cross on the top of a hill. It's a Celtic cross there for some no particular reason, which I'm sure I they're going to light at some point. Random thing where they're up a hill looking out over Fraser's Ridge. And there's a Celtic cross there. Yeah, I don't know what. Fuck but I'm sure that'll get lit at some point. But anyway, so yeah, so they have this very moving thing where he says goodbye to his godfather and he cries, and the real tears. And I thought that's the point that Maureen meant. That was very crying. Yeah, it was quite. It's quite. Touching. It was quite touching. Do you know, Myrtle and Jamie have gone th through so much, and that's basically how it ends, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I felt nothing uh, <laughs> the whole way through that, apart from like bored, sort of ambivalence, and just a lot of clock watching. When is this ever going to end? It was a really boring episode, Maureen. Well, yeah, but they were setting the scene. That was they? one of the most boring episodes of Outlander ever, and I will admit that you know, often even if I think this is a pile of crap, I'm at least engaged. I'm I'm into it, but yesterday I was like, I they better they better amp this up quick because I'm I'm out. Because how am I going to talk about twenty minutes about this? I mean, oh, well, we've done more. We've done, done twenty three minutes. I said to Maureen, "There's no way we're going to be able to talk about this for longer than a minute." I was like, I'm "Sure, we'll manage it." I know we we always manage it, but apparently some issues because you know the fiery cross because the Ku Klux Klan a uh, hundred years later used that as a symbol, didn't they? But um, obviously, this is long before the Ku Klux Klan. So they, because they use a lot of Scottish, you know, the clan system and all that. Well, they didn't need the Ku Klux Klan because no, they so actually had slavery. Slaves, yeah. So they but, were already. Um, but so people are going on about the fact because you know of the, the, the fiery cross is something they 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 took from Highland symbolism. But anyway, 
Apart from that. Uh, yeah. What, so you weren't impressed? I, I mean, no, Maureen. I wasn't impressed. And I, 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 I don't know how I'm going to get through this series. I mean, how many episodes are there? I've told you 10 because I thought that was bearable, but I think there's a bit more. I think there's 12. I mean, I'm assuming it, 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 something happens. Yeah, with, with, the, the, with books, the Stephen so I, Bond. You have read the books. No, and I haven't read, I haven't read the one for this book. Uh, oh, no, you always read it afterwards, don't you? Yeah, because I'd made the mistake last time of reading the book before the series. And, and then it, it spoiled it. Cause, yeah, and apparently, we love this. This is probably the densest book, apparently. So if I, they'll probably have to cut a lot of stuff out. And I just then you start comparing it to the book rather than just judging the series on its own merits. Right. But you will be pleased to know, apparently, that season six, between this season and next season, is going to be an even longer gap, apparently. Well, hopefully by then, you know, we, we, we can knock this on the head. <laughs> hopefully by then we'll all be too busy. To... <laughs> our, our listenership will have dropped off a cliff so badly in that interim that literally no one is listening to us, so we won't even have to bother doing it. So basically, it's, we're set up for the Murta and Jamie showdown. doesn't bode well, does it? I think we're going to get... Murta's got to go. I mean, he was supposed to go ages ago, and I don't know why he's still around. Well, because he was popular with fans, but I suppose the problem is he's not he's not written in the books. So, so they've got to get rid of him. So Murta's going to obviously get killed. And also, we've already established that Murta is in is, for whatever reason is incapable of making a rational decision when it comes to this. And he, what's he going to do? Go on the run? I, I don't know what Murta's going to do. So. Well, we do. He's going to stick around. And we know Stephen Bonnet's going to come back. Stephen Bonnet's coming back. He probably want his, you think he's going to claim his kid or something? There's going to be something about Yes, he's going to try and kidnap the child. And then uh, we're going to have Claire's going to do something stupid. She always does. Uh, Jane will have to rescue her, as he always does. I mean, before we go any further, of course, let's acknowledge the fact that they're, both of them are supposed to be either... I mean, in their 50s. In their 50s or late, very late 40s. And they, they look incredible. <laughs> Because when they they because they cut back to the wedding, don't they? Their, their original wedding, which happened twenty seven years ago, and they look remarkably like it was five years ago, <laughs> like it was five six years ago. Claire, in particular, I love. Which a bit of grey in the front, just a tiny little weaving of grey in her hair, just to suggest that she's old. But in every other way, looks absolute dynamite. <laughs> Jamie gets his glasses out. I mean, bearing in mind she's got no products to put in her hair. Her hair looks amazing. In her face, anything. She's just... And, she, and she'll have been out. She's outside. She's been outside for the last five years working on the land. And, yeah. But uh, that and does not reflect a house. in her face. Building a house. You know, she she's looking good. And yeah. Jamie's Jamie has glasses on, so that's how you can tell he's got older. Jamie has glasses on. She's got a little bit of grey in her hair. She hasn't demonstrated any of the usual, you know, trappings of ageing as a woman. She doesn't seem to be getting any... Men- no beard hair. She's not menopausal. Yeah. Um, no hot flushes. No plucking of hair. I mean, literally, she never, you never even see her ever just looking in the mirror going, oh, God, why didn't anyone tell me about that thing? <laughs> it's annoying, isn't it? When you leave the house, you have a look, check, you think, I've checked everything, and then at the end of the day, you're like, there's a flipping beard hair growing out. <laughs> The size of a pube. And you're like, how did I not see that? Why, did anybody, why did anybody say anything? Why didn't anyone ever tell me about this pube hair? Or what those really weird ones are, those sort of see-through... Do you ever get those see-through ones? I got one on my neck. Yeah, but it's kind of like almost invisible. And then you suddenly... And then someone right says... Light. Then someone goes, oh, there's something... And then they grab it, and then it's attached <laughs> to your face. 
She doesn't get any hot flushes, does she? No, though. Only when she sees Jamie in a kilt. Oh, yeah. Then she's all... <laughs> she's hot all over. Also, I mean, what are they using for Lou? <laughs> you get drier down there, surely. <laughs> Not when Jamie's around. No. Anyway, they probably just use a little bit of butter. <laughs> That would be so sore, wouldn't it? <laughs> they used to use goose fat, didn't they? Well, you want to use something water-based, don't you? Because otherwise it just gets hot. And it's a bit like, you're co- with all that friction, you're just cooking. You're cooking your flaps, aren't you? <laughs> well, uh, I didn't realise we were going to end on this Anyway. And on that note... And on that note... what a Cooking th- your flaps. What a thoroughly enjoyable <laughs> podcast this is for people to listen to. Well, no, enjoy your lunch. We'll be back. I don't know... Will we be back? Well, theoretically, we will be back. Next next week? Where are you next week? Oh, where are you? Uh, nowhere. I don't, I don't think the listeners need to listen to this no, bit. No, this bit. This bit doesn't need to... You don't actually need to hear this bit. Like, this is admin. <laughs> <laughs> right, Maureen, let's say goodbye. All right, then. Bye. Bye.